that I want you to take to your journal, text to your best friend, or answer on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. This is a show about digging deeper and sharing our stuff. I'll go first. Today's question, where do you live? Does this sound a little bit juvenile? <laughs> like a kindergarten worksheet? I realize that it probably does. It is one of the most basic get-to-know-you questions, and the meaning behind the question can vary. If you're traveling and chatting with strangers, asking where someone lives is a way to attach some kind of label to them, be it their nationality or their taste, possibly their politics. When we meet someone, we are looking to put them into some kind of box of understanding, a lens to see them through. So whether you've lived in the same place your whole life or moved every single year, whether you've gotten to choose your location or not, where you live says something about you. Even if you're talking to a fellow local, you might ask where they live because their neighborhood might give you further clues to who this person is. Maybe the idea of where you live having anything to do with who you are makes you want to scream. Nothing about you wants to be associated with your country or your state or your neighborhood. Or maybe you're thrilled to talk about where you live because you fought for it or your roots are there or you got out or you chose it especially or any of the million points in between. You love where you live, but there are drawbacks. You would never choose where you live, but you've made it a home. There is so much to talk about around where we live. Because like it or not, our location has an influence on us. Again, this can be in the big picture, our country, its place in the world, or it can be our state, our city, our neighborhood. The landscape we see out our windows has an impact on who we are right now. So as you take this prompt, where do you live, to your journal or a friend or to social media, you will most likely be talking to people who darn well know where you live. So let's go a little bit deeper than just here's the information. Let's go to here is what I love about where I live or here is how where I live is affecting me. I cannot wait to hear what angles you guys take with this. And at the end of this episode, a few listeners chime in about where they live. I have lived in Los Angeles, California for almost 18 years. This means I've almost lived here longer than I've lived anywhere else, which is surreal and also makes perfect sense. I grew up in two different little small towns in Oklahoma. I went to college outside of Oklahoma City, and I moved to LA the summer after I graduated college, and I've been here ever since. This podcast is new, and so a lot of people listening are new to me, but if you've followed me before this for any length of time, you know that I talk and I write a lot about growing up in Oklahoma and living in Los Angeles. Those two things 
are a big deal to me. Growing up in Oklahoma, living in LA, place plays one of the biggest roles in my personal narrative. Now, I could do a whole episode on Oklahoma. I really could. I have so many words about my home state, but that is not the question. (laughs) The question is, where do you live? And so I will gladly spend some time talking about LA, not California as a whole, because this state is huge. And truthfully, I've really only spent time in a fraction of it. But Los Angeles proper, I can talk about. At least... I can talk about my LA. This city is so large and so diverse. I am well aware that I live in a very particular little bubble. From my actual neighborhood to being in the entertainment industry, my views of Los Angeles are very particular to me and my experience. However you answer the where do you live prompt will also be from your own experience. That is just built into every single one of these prompts, so let's get that out of the way now. If we agree or disagree, it's okay. I want to see what you think about where you live. I'm going to list 10 things about Los Angeles. I would say that they're in no particular order, but that's not true. I'm going to start with the thing that I love most about this city. So number one. Anyone can be anything here. Los Angeles is the planet of reinvention. You can be a trendy hipster, then a bohemian hippie, then a preppy yuppie. You can be all these things in the same month, and no one bats an eye. You can be developing a TV show and a clothing line. You can bartend on the side. People are all cool, man. You do you. I landed in LA right out of college, and I was looking to start a whole fresh new life, and so did everybody else. It is the most common trope to move to Los Angeles to find yourself. And I did. I did not realize how freeing it would be meeting other people who were also trying on identities, and it just wasn't met with judgment. This was really freeing to me. Now, LA has its own form of judgment. We'll get to that in a second. But the creative part is pretty widespread and it's pretty accepted. So even if there's an eye roll sometimes, it's just normal and not considered flaky or flighty out here for people to try all different kinds of ways to be. And I needed that kind of grace back then. I have needed that every single year of the 18 years I have been here. Number two, failure is a part of life in Los Angeles. I'm speaking primarily about the various creative industries here in LA because that's where I've lived since I've lived here. Obviously, there are other non-creative industries in this huge city, but this thing about failure has always struck me. When I grew up, there was a lot of shame around not doing something well or having something not go very well. And so I think it kept people from trying new things. There was a lot of fear around failure. And what I have noticed out here is that flops are part of the deal. Almost every single person I know out here has had something go downhill, like their scripts never got made, their show got canceled, their idea never went anywhere. Maybe it was from lack of trying. Maybe it was after a ton of hustle. I like this, again, because there's less pity around it. Like, oh, you couldn't get that thing off the ground? Well, it happens. 
This is a level of freedom I do not think is felt everywhere else in the country. Many thousands of people in LA have family members who live somewhere else who say something along the lines of, when are you going to get a real job? Yet here we all are in the same fishbowl, trying for something in our dreams, and there's just something really nice about that. But number three, lest you think I'm painting a picture of an artistic utopia, I am not. In all the ways that LA is very you-do-you, it has its own culture of judgment. It's very cliche. It's very true. Los Angeles puts an absurd amount of emphasis on the way that you look. Truthfully, I did not fully understand this in my early years in the city because when I moved here, I was young and naturally thin, and I didn't totally get all the criticism of this being like a place of plastics. But as one ages, however, these realities really do become quite stark. Everything that you can imagine about the pressures of beauty are pretty true. Cosmetic procedures abound. Trendy psycho diets start here. People are juicing and they're getting vampire facials. And those are really normal things to converse about. I say that without judgment myself because I can totally talk about both juicing and vampire facials. Like I could do a whole conversation about those things. But sometimes I forget about the intensity of the pressure out here, of your appearance, until I travel away from California and I realize that it is just not like that everywhere. Number four, LA is enormous. It's truly, truly enormous. There are 12 million people here. The economy of Los Angeles alone is larger than 46 out of the 50 United States. If it was a country instead of a city, The economy of Los Angeles would be bigger than Saudi Arabia, Switzerland, and Sweden. And it's famous for its traffic. So answering the question, where do you live when you meet someone here, it really, the answer really matters. I live in Hollywood-ish, and if I make a new friend and she lives near the beach, forget it. She might as well live in Kansas. I am never going to see her again. This is just facts, folks. LA is big. Traffic is real. These are things that we all have to take into daily consideration. Number five, Los Angeles is both beautiful and dirty. One thing about living here so long is that I get a lot of guests and they, depending on where they're visiting from, they always seem to offer up some sort of observation about how beautiful it is or how dirty it is. Both of these things are true. The palm-lined streets that you see in the movies are here trash and concrete jungle, it is also here. I see and I notice both every single day. Number six. Speaking of guests, it is a teeny bit surreal still to live in a city that has worldwide landmarks. I used to live in Beechwood Canyon. That is the neighborhood that is right underneath the Hollywood sign. I lived there for seven or eight years. Side note, The Hollywood sign was originally an ad, like a huge billboard, for the real estate development around it, and the sign originally said Hollywood Land, just so you know. Obviously, people come from all over the world to take pictures of the Hollywood sign, so for years, I drove up a street where I had to pay careful attention because tourists would jump out in front of cars when they weren't paying attention, trying to get their shot. 
obviously, sometimes this is kind of annoying to have tourists, huge groups of tourists sometimes in the road. But I never, ever, even to this day, have I gotten used to seeing the Hollywood sign out of my window. It's fresh and exciting still. I love to take friends from out of town over to the Hollywood sign. I know the best spot to get a photo. It just remains really fun to me that all of those things that are extra special about living in Los Angeles, like driving past movie premieres on Sunset Boulevard or Hollywood Boulevard, or seeing shows or movies in the middle of shooting. This happens all the time. You'll see a production set up and you'll be curious about what they're making. Those things never get old to me. Number seven, speaking of all that, I love movies and songs and books about Los Angeles. I loved all that stuff before I moved here. Does anyone remember Everclear's song, Santa Monica? I am embarrassed by how much that song had an effect on me in the 90s. I mean, maybe it even had something to do with me moving here. I'm not telling. There is something about this city, something so tangible, that it often becomes a character in itself. I will not sing for you. You're welcome. But when Red Hot Chili Peppers sang, sometimes I feel like my only friend is the city I live in, the city of angels, I understand that lyric on a deep, visceral level. Also, the year I moved here, Ryan Adams, who was my favorite singer at the time, he had a song on his gold album called La Cienega Just Smiled. La Cienega is a major street, and I would just play that whole album and sing it at the top of my lungs. So clearly, I have always been drawn to art about LA, of which there is so much of it. I cannot get enough commentary about this place. My favorite movies about LA, there are so many, but some of my favorites are Troop Beverly Hills, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Clueless, Swingers, The Graduate, L.A. Story is a classic, Pretty Woman. I could go on, but I won't. I love all the art about this city. Number eight, some quirks about Angelinos in general. We often have a few bucks cash in our wallet because everywhere you go has valet and you got a tip. At movie theaters... People often clap at the end of a movie, and then they always stay through the movie credits. Now, I am not sure if that's out of respect for the filmmakers and crew, or because we're looking for someone's name we know, maybe it is both, but clapping at the end of a movie and staying through the movie credits is a funny quirk that I've really never noticed anywhere else. Also, people are used to having procedures done on their face. You can go somewhere with like pinprick bruises on your face. And people won't even look. They really will not. You can get a chemical peel and go out to lunch the next day with sunglasses and people are just like, oh, you got a peel. Like everyone is so used to people messing with their appearance. It is just not a thing. Another thing is we put the in front of all the freeway names like they're people. So you take the 101, you drive up the five. There's a hilarious old SNL skit about this. I will link to it in the show notes because it makes me laugh every time. Number nine, you cannot deny that LA is full of style. There are so many styles to be seen here. California casual, rock and roll, skateboarding, hip hop. There's an art scene and a lit scene and mid-century modern houses next to cute little bungalows. So much of LA is setting the trends that eventually trickle into the mainstream. And that is so fun to watch and be a part of. 
I thought when I moved here that I was going to have to take my bright lipstick wearing down a notch because there is quite a bit of the natural sun-kissed beauty look around here, but nope. I wear my bright lipstick with pride. You can find other people wearing bright lipstick. You can find not only whatever style you want, but very often you can find the origin of that style somewhere in this city. It just adds to the creative expression that is so abundant here. Number 10. Los Angeles offered me all the freedom in the world when I needed it, and it has offered it over and over again for the last 18 years. For that reason alone, outside of the fact that this place has long been my home, this is where I choose to raise my family, the freedom of expression and anonymity and creative energy and beauty that is Los Angeles, these things make this city so close to my heart. I believe LA lets you be whoever you want to be, and then it also lets you return to yourself. I love Los Angeles. And I want to hear about where you live and how you feel about it, how it has affected you, anything or any angle you want to take answering the question, where do you live? I asked this question on Instagram last week. I gave a teeny sneak peek into this episode, and I asked listeners to send in voice memos answering this prompt, and they did. Here is what a few listeners had to say about where they live. Hi, I'm Chelsea, and I live in Columbia, South Carolina, and I love it because um, it's not a destination city. People don't really think it's that great, but we have so many great things here, but it doesn't feel like a big city. There's not a lot of traffic. But we still have Trader Joe's and Target and great opportunities. We have an awesome library system that I love and my kids love. So I've been here for 20 years and I'm really happy to call it home. Hi, my name is Lauren. I currently live in Sanford, North Carolina, but I'm moving to Augusta, Georgia in a couple of months. I've also lived in Arizona, Idaho, Utah, Los Angeles, Paris, France, and Washington State because I am a military spouse. One of the things that I love about the neighborhood I live in right now is there are no lights and the stars are really bright and beautiful at night. And I'm going to miss that when we move to a slightly more urban place in Georgia. Hi, Laura. My name is Melanie and I live in Brandon, Manitoba, which is located smack dab in the middle of Canada. There are a lot of really interesting and fascinating things about living here in Manitoba, but probably the most interesting is that we go from extremely high temperatures in the summertime, around 100 degrees Fahrenheit, all the way down to minus 40 in the wintertime, which is what we're sitting in today. Have a great day. Love the podcast. My name is Lexi, and I live in a suburb of Memphis, Tennessee, in a house that used to belong to my grandmother. I've lived here all my life. The thing I love most about Memphis is the diversity of cultures represented here and how they're all celebrated through things like annual festivals, music, art, dance, food, you name it. Memphis has also developed a culture all her own that you really just have to experience to understand. Hashtag choose 901. Hi, I'm Jamie, and I live in Hendersonville, North Carolina, which is a small town in the mountainous western part of the state. I love living here. Um, It's a little surprising for me to say that because it's certainly the smallest town I've ever lived in, Um, and I'm also from the Northeast, so it feels pretty different from that. Um, But the landscape is beautiful, the people are so friendly, and most of all, I love living in a place with a walkable downtown. There's just something magical about that. 
Hi, Laura. This is Heather. I'm from the Boulder, Denver metro area. There's so many things I love about this area, including the beautiful sunny weather, the mountains, the snow, the outdoor activities. But I think the thing that I love the most about living here is that many, many people are from somewhere else. It's very transient. So I found it's very easy to connect with people over their stories and where they're from. And I have really enjoyed doing that over the last four years that I've lived here. Hi, my name is Barbara. I live in Rialto, a small town in Southern California. The beaches are beautiful and the mountains are surrounding this whole area. It's called the Inland Valley. Right now the mountains are snow-capped and the sky is clear, even when it's raining or super hot. I can't imagine living anywhere else. I'm really thankful to live here. Hi, I'm Courtney. I have lived in or around Canton, Ohio my entire life. We celebrate four seasons here every year, and I love that. It's also where I met and I live with my husband, which I love. So much of our family lives really close by, which we love that too. All of the day-to-day places I frequent are a quick five to 15 minutes away, which I love. And the area is just so great to live in, but ordinary enough that travel is a welcomed adventure, which I absolutely love. Hi, my name is Caitlin and I live in Grand Haven, Michigan. And I love living in Grand Haven because it's a small town, but in the summer it just totally comes to life with tourists visiting from all over to see everything Lake Michigan. It's so beautiful. It's definitely more like a freshwater ocean than a lake. show notes and subscribe to episode emails at 10thingstotellyou.com slash podcast. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 10thingstotellyou. Thanks for listening. Now go share something.